Welcome to Gates of Thrones, a weekly conversation about White Walkers, dragons, and fulfilling your family destiny. I'm Adam Gates. I'm James Kane. This week on Gates of Thrones, we'll be talking about the fourth and fifth episodes of Season 8 of Game of Thrones. The last of the Starks was last week. This week, I don't even know what the title is. I don't know. Uh, obviously, there will be spoilers on this podcast, so go watch the show first, and then come back. I've noticed on the app, uh, the they haven't had the title of the episode yeah. available on the first night. It, it just says Game of Thrones episode number. Right. Yeah, and it usually kicks in. Is, yeah, it usually kicks in like I don't know, like an hour later or like after the episode airs because they don't want any spoilers just from the sure. title. Yeah. But yeah, uh, usually I'm able to catch it. Usually they have it up, but I'm having a little little trouble with my HBO Go. Uh, I subscribed to HBO, but when I went to go watch the episode tonight on my Xbox, because that's like the pr- that's like the best way I can get my setup and the audio sure. and all that. Uh, it told me that I did not have a subscription to HBO. Whoa, so what did you uh, do? How did oh, you? Oh man, I flipped that? out at first. Oh, I lost it. <laughs> yep. Um, I believe it. <laughs> but that's funny you say. I had I had problems too, but you yeah. finish finish your story. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it, it's just from the massive amount of people watching the show. There's just Probably. technical issues. It can't handle it. But it's yeah. weird that it tells me that I don't have a subscription because my backup plan is to watch HBO on cable, for which I subscribe, which clearly proves that I do have a subscription to HBO because I recorded it on my DVR. So it's just silly. It's silly, James, but I figured it out. I got it working. <laughs> a little bit late. Um, but so I also had some friction. Um, yeah, what sorry. happened? I have, well, my, my app, I, I used the same app. I broadcasted to Chromecast. Uh, it just wouldn't make the connection. Hmm. Um, Chromecast was working with other apps, but right. this one, yeah, it just kept crashing. I just had, ultimately had to watch it on my computer. Uh, oh no! That's yeah. not an ideal way to watch e- either. It's got a good sound system, so yeah. well, the sound good. was still good. Yeah, and whatever it was. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you got to watch moving, it. We both watched it beyond our foibles, <laughs> our technological <laughs> foibles here. Yeah, I'm, I bet we're not the only ones. I feel like this happens every season of Game of Thrones, where some there's just too many people watching. There's there's multiple people watching on every account. But, you know, mm. that's just how popular this show is. And a show this popular is going to have to have some pretty major fireworks. Uh, especially for the second to last episode. The, mm. pen, the pen ultimate episode, which this was. Man. Um, we're going to talk about some takeaways that we got here from this episode. But first off, we're going to just kind of freak out about this a little bit. Because there's some major developments that happen this episode, James. Daenerys, uh, a she, of death. she went Mad Queen. Like, there's been a lot written and right. said about it. And, like, they were, the writers of the show were were pretty much hyping us up for this. And it happened. You got what you want, James. That's <laughs> I said to you before the episode, you know, I, I literally said, I just want Danny and Drogon to win. Fuck yep. everyone else. And, uh... Well. That's exactly that's exactly what happened. Ooh, I didn't mean it so literally, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 
we didn't see much of her perspective in the whole the whole time she's you know wreaking havoc on the city. Yeah. It wasn't like we weren't getting pictures of like close ups of her. It was just you know from street level, just the dragon demolishing right. the they, entire city. Yeah, yeah, literally, indiscriminately. Yeah. I think that was a good choice because there was almost, there was like a moment when it clicked over. Um, yeah, to just yeah. seeing, you know, because the the first part of the the attack, you see Danny's that's true battle. You know, she, you see her strafing runs. You right. see her taking out all the all the scorpions, the big crossbows. Um, and then right. I'm and referring then, to after, yeah, after she's kind of yes. after the bells have started rung, and ostensibly that means the battle's over. She's yeah. supposed to stop the fighting because she that's won already. When, yeah, that's when. We lose, we kind of lose, you know, sight of what she's going through beyond that takeoff. Right. And then it's just devastation, man. It's, it's, it's pure devastation on a scale (laughs) likely never seen since. I mean, even, you know, if we're talking about the, the lore of Game of Thrones, when, when Aegon, who is Daenerys' ancestor, conquered Westeros, um, the King's Landing didn't exist. It's called King's Landing because that's where he landed. Uh, so this is the biggest city in the history of of this of this country, and she just demolished the whole city, just like you said, indiscriminately. Um, I was so I was so into it at first, like yeah. when she's just when she burned the fleet down, when she's yeah. taking out all the scorpions, you know, blowing out the city walls. Like it was great. That was that was, that was fantastic. Uh, it was. Yeah, I was I was nervous it wasn't going to go quite quite as well. Yeah, but. Yeah, and I think so. it's a, it's an interesting choice to to have her, you, you know, choose you know have the battle won. You know, the the soldiers have dropped their swords. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew the battle was over, and the whole you know Tyrion. They made sure Tyrion said it multiple times. You hear the bells. That's that's surrender. That means you've won. And she would if she had stopped there, she would have won the entire war. She would have mm-hmm. taken over. She would have saved the lives of thousands and thousands of people. Cersei would have, I mean, she had it lost. She knew she was done. She knew she lost. Even at that point, if you, if if Daenerys had decided, like that's what I thought when she was like when whenever the bells rang and she took off, I thought she was just going to go straight straight to Cersei. Me too. And just kill her. Me too. Even that would be that acceptable. Been great. You know, I, that's I acceptable. <laughs> She didn't even do that. She decided to kill everybody else before she even... Like, she apparently forgot about Cersei up up there in the tower. Right. It's very strange that the, the, the choice that she made... I can't... You can't say that it wasn't foreshadowed. Um, and you yeah. have to also think... True. This is probably the same thing that George had planned for the books because this is a major, major event. And we know that George told the creators of the show the broad strokes endings... This had to have been that. So, this this is it. You know, the, Daenerys goes goes mad, and she does kill everybody. So this is, I mean, that's likely what we'll see in the books too. I imagine it, they'll come at, come at it from a different perspective because, from a show perspective, I don't I don't believe it. Like I don't believe Danny would have done this. Like, like, why would she have killed all those innocent people? Yeah, for no reason. Like I know she's upset about Masande and and Jora and just the general. I think probably what they're what they've tried to do in this episode especially is is 
they have that last moment with John and Daenerys where they she tries to have an intimate moment with him. He can't get over the fact that she's oh, his no. aunt. Yeah. She takes that as a sign that's like, well, it could have worked if we could have like if we could have been romantically involved and been together. I think maybe she could have ruled Westeros with him. And uh that's not what happened. He can't do it. Hmm. He can't do it. He can't he can't get into a romantic relationship with his aunt. And uh that's when she says that line I guess it'll be fear or something like yeah, that. Or yeah. It'll then then it's fear. So that's that's the that's the route she took. She took the route of of making everyone fear her. And she mission accomplished uh Daenerys, you know. Yeah, not even Cersei, everyone. not even Cersei killed uh, an amount <laughs> like an, a massive amount of people like that. Like she killed a lot of people, <laughs> but Daenerys killed more. Who's the who's the worst queen here? There, you know, there's also been times where she. It is a little inconsistent though, because there's also been times where she's expressed a desire to stop that, you know, mm-hmm. and to not be that that kind of uh, ruler. Um, so I, I could I understand what you're saying that uh, it's it seems a little off. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It it has been talked about, and even you know the whole Varys. I think we've heard the phrase in the past: when a Targaryen's born, you know, the gods flip a coin. Right. Um, that's that's a that was a good. I'm glad they put that in there actually, because they've. I don't know if that's a book thing too, or if that's from the show specifically. But I mean, that pretty much. It's from an early season, like what? Yeah. Yeah, early season. Yeah, I mean, varies as it turns out. You know, that's we can kind of start there at the beginning of the episode. Varies is uncovered as as the as the betrayer, the the treasonous one. And um, even though they've all kind of done treasonous things, um, varies is the one that pays for it. And it turns out, you know, one of his last things that he said was, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. You know, hopefully this is this is the right move. And uh it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. Varys is gone. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. He kind of I feel like he kind of fizzled out here the last couple episodes. Um, you know, last the la- in the last episode he tried to talk to, you know, get get people on his side and and support John. And uh it turns out that was probably the right thing to do. But we lost him. Maybe the right thing to do, but also like very ill-fated and yeah. very unlikely to work. You know, especially before you arrange John's support for this plan, that's kind of a mm-hmm. critical element. Yeah, and he's true. just like arranging conspiracies without the support yeah. of his main main actor. There, right? That seems strange, but uh, doesn't seem like yeah. varies. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's gone now, and that we finally <laughs> got to see that uh, that clip of uh, Drogon emerge from the dark and breathe. They used that in a promo yep. footage. Um, that yes, was cool. it did. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, what are, there's some. What are some other things that happened? I mean, Clegane Bowl, um, mm-hmm. Sandor Clegane and his brother, um, the Mountain, who's you know the Mountain who rides. It's the. I mean, he's a, basically a, a Frankenstein at this point. Apparently, can't be killed. Yeah. I mean, he he got stabbed in yeah. the eye. He got stabbed. Through, I mean, all countless the way times. through the back. Yeah, yeah. through his torso. Um, whatever Kyburn did to that guy, <laughs> he essentially made him, you know, a, a, a unkillable zombie. 
but I do think probably that fall uh, from 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 heights to down into the flames probably killed him. I would assume so. Which is a fitting. I feel like that's a fitting end for that very contentious relationship, if yeah. if you can even call it that. Yeah, we c- had to imagine them kind of going out together. I think uh, mm-hmm. it's not not a huge surprise. Um, it was a cool battle. Wow, he was disgusting yeah. looking. You yeah, know, he really he looked was. like uh, zombie Thanos or something like that. Yeah, very much Just so. Massive. Yeah, they. It's it's almost a little weird how much they like put into the fight, but I'm not complaining. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if it's yeah. like that was like a major part of that episode, and like sure the Hound is one of our favorite characters, but I don't know with so much so many other big things going on. I guess that felt a little weird, but like I said, I'm not going to complain because. The visuals, the cinematography, just the action—like it was a great like battle between those yeah. two people. And I also appreciated the Hound's moment with Arya, where they yeah he like kind of warned her away from the life of revenge she's led. That was good, right? Yeah, and she certainly would have died uh, if she had gone with him. Like there was no way she would have survived that. So he was right. He saved her again. He did what he always wanted to do, which which was save her. Even if he would never admit it, um, that's that's been one of the probably the coolest relationships on the show and in the books is Arya and the Hound, two of the best characters in the whole in the whole story. So um, at least half of that relationship is is gone now. The Hound's dead. I think it was probably the best way to go. Arya, meanwhile, I guess she's still alive, right? We saw her in the in the preview for next week. She she ran she ran out on the horse she, at the end. She, oh, yep, yep. I was thinking of because there's that moment where the flames come by and she ducks. Yeah, right. but she, you're right. She she went got the. I'm horse pretty sure she, that was the captain of the Golden Company's horse too. It was the same. Harry Strickland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Very very strange that that horse survived, but uh, you know, it was a cool <laughs> scene. Very artistic looking. <laughs> uh, you can't imagine Arya is going to be very pleased with Daenerys. Um, no. I she, think see, she's she saw a lot of people. Her. Yeah, like, it's possible. So, I after after watching this episode, I, not to get ahead of ourselves with the whole, like, predicted next week, but, you, you know, how does Daenerys survive now? Like, she's taken over. She's taken over the Iron Throne, but she's also lost the support of potentially most or not, if not all of her supporters except for maybe the unsullied and and the uh the what's left of the dothraki so now that she's kind of in charge but she's got dissension between you know the starks i mean what's going to happen it's going to be starks versus well, targaryens she does have fear on her side as she yeah. said i think after sure that does. episode uh people yeah. will not want to fuck with Danny, no, no, you don't, because Drogon was completely. Uh, I mean, he was he was everything we thought that a dragon could be. Uh, he destroyed mm. the, the whole city. At what point, though? You know, Danny's gone this far. She's killed thousands of innocent people. She's taken. She's taken what she believes is hers. But how much further will she go? Like, do you mm-hmm. think? Do you think she would kill uh, John in order to get what she wants? Like, if John puts up a fight, 
or if there's some situation in which she has to kill John in order, to, which I mean that's that's likely what's going to happen because the majority of the country will will probably get behind John more than they'll get behind Danny. So like, I think that's true. Would would she kill John to get what she no. wanted? That would be an interesting uh, turn of plot if the country was so outraged that they kind of, you know, just the all the all the houses declared that yeah. They couldn't support her or something. Um, but I don't know. I, I think judging by the pr- the brief preview scene we saw, it looks like she's got things pretty tightly controlled. You know, she's in the capital and does have a sizable army still that yeah. is specifically loyal to her. So, yeah. Yeah. That's true. We're, I imagine that we'll get, um, if you'll recall from season two, um, when she went to the House of the Undying, she had those mm-hmm. visions. Uh, one, of one, one of those was her with, with, uh, with uh, what's, what was the Dothraki guy? Her horse lord. What was his name? Dro- uh, Drogo. Drogo. Drogo, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's who Drogo is named after. Um, she's with one of those scenes with Drogo and all that. She, she has the... They're often like some paradise. The other was her walking into the throne room, and it seemed like there was snow falling. But we now know that's actually ashes. So we're gonna see that next week. I'm sure we will. Her walking into the throne room and just you know completely covered in ashes. After I feel like we'll probably see that pretty quick, pretty early in the episode, and then the rest of it is gonna be about probably Sansa. Yeah. Working with Tyrion to to potentially overthrow Danny, because um, I I mean Sansa's already against Danny. She has the entirety of the North behind her. Who you know whoever didn't go down to King's Landing, and and the, the probably those left at King's Landing. Um, it's going to be a showdown between everyone else and and Daenerys. Uh, what do you, what do you think about like it, as a as a viewer and a reader of this story? What do you think of it coming down to John versus Danny? Yeah, I mean, it it's fitting in a way because of the all the heartbreak the show has inflicted. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, it's not the ideal harmonious circumstance you'd expect. At, maybe after destroying the Night King, the existential threat to all humanity, you know, you'd think maybe your priorities would be, you know, a little different at that point. Yeah, but uh, this is Game of Thrones, man. So you know it's it's all about that chair. It's all about that <laughs> chair, man. It really is. It really is. It's called Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's about that chair, and and the and really, you know, the book series is a song of ice and fire. This is a song of ice versus fire. Mm. You know, like even even still, it's a it's about that because John. Yeah. Is still from the north. That's who he truly is. That's his identity. And uh, I guess when it comes down to it, like I said before, these are this is probably going to be the ending. It'll be different in the books, but you have to think that it, it was always going to be this. Uh, and it's, you know, it, yeah. will it will it be Shakespearean? Will will maybe neither of them survive? Speaking of Shakespearean, we also got to see Jamie and uh, Cersei entombed together. Yes, uh, a very Romeo and Juliet, uh, you know, yeah. type type ending for them. <laughs> uh, I'm real. I 
when so in episode four, when Jamie, you know, he Jamie makes love to Brienne. They 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 have sex, seemingly, you know, kind of coming together finally, because um, that's who they truly. But Jamie loves her. Brienne loves him. I was really hoping that when Jamie was leaving, they had left it kind of ambiguous on why he was leaving, even though he said, mm-hmm. like, she's hateful and I'm hateful too. I was pretty sure that Jamie was going to go and kill Cersei. Mm-hmm. And that's not what happened. Yeah. It's it's kind of good that it, that's kind of shocking. Um, that's one, by the way, that's one less prophecy um, that ended up, not, like, that didn't come true. The Valonqar prophecy was a very popular prophecy that said that Cersei was going to be killed by a, a younger brother. Um, that's not that's not what happened. I'm assuming. Th- I mean, they're dead, right? We oh, didn't yeah. see their lifeless bodies. We did see the entire like castle crumbling around them, right? So they're they're I dead, don't think, right? I don't think it those is. bodies are being recovered. They're not getting. No. They're not surviving. They're <laughs> Man, uh, so those are two huge deaths. Jamie and Cersei dying in yeah. each other's arms, which, I mean, really that. That does kind of make sense. As much as I hate that, and it, this might even just be because of how fast they kind of sped through the last couple seasons, but to see Jamie seemingly in love with Brienne yeah. and willing to kind of like leave his life of Cersei behind, I mean, he he goes right back and then he's dead. Right. You know, he dies for her. I I can't again. This is one of those weird situations where I can't say that it doesn't make sense, but I just it still feels wrong in some way. Sure. Yeah, disappointing outcome for Jamie had a really cool, a really cool character arc of redemption, but uh, but he did. Yeah, he 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 reverted (laughs) he reverted to the mean, as they say. He didn't. He did not have redemption, you know. And Cersei's still she's a terrible person, you know. Like I get that they have a child, and that you know they have a connection that goes back since they were (laughs) before they were born. But something feels wrong about that. Something feels wrong. Um, well, they are they are off the board. They're off the board. So who's left on the board? You know, you got <laughs> Tyrion, John, Arya. Grey Worm seems like he's still alive, and he's he's pretty so. pretty much in Daenerys' court now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, otherwise, I mean, there's a, yeah, there's not many people left on the board from from before. Um, any what do you, do you think they got they have one la, one last twist left for us? Because there was I'm, always the, I'm eager to see how this if whether this conflict plays out in a political sense or in a battle sense. Like yeah, you know, is there another battle? There's so little time left, and right. you know, in that episode. So how, unless they're really just like montaging past over stuff, like how right. could they possibly move all those pieces around and set it up and. And right. have room room for emotional conclusion stuff. There so, still seems like so much left to be done, and there's I only an hour and twenty minutes left. So I would say Arya goes in and takes care mm-hmm. of business, yeah. and and Arya can either convinces John and Sansa that what needs to be done, or she just does it on her own. My question is, what do you do about the friggin' dragon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause if you yeah, cause either even if you kill Daenerys, you can't like Drogon is gonna be near her. 
And he, he'll, you would think he would just, you know, take care of everybody if that's the case. So does that mean they would have to kill Drogon too? I think... Would killing Daenerys, would you have to kill Drogon either before or also, like, or with her? What do you... Like, John, John does Grand Theft Drogon, flies away. I can't imagine Drogon would like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Drogon would let him on there. I, so I think probably the only, just from everything we've seen, everything that, that they've built towards, I, I think the only way it ends is with John having to kill Daenerys. I think that's how it ends. He stabs her in the heart. You know, they, they've kind of eschewed the whole Azor High slash Prince That Was Promised prophecy. Uh, along with pretty much every other prophecy in this show, seemingly. But the main part of that Azor High prophecy is that the prince that was promised kills his beloved by stabbing her through the heart, and that's what essentially like fulfills his destiny, and he becomes like the the savior. And I feel like that's where this is heading. I feel like John John's going to have to be the one to do it. I mean, before, I think you could have made an argument that either one or the other would have been a better ruler or together they would have been good. But mm-hmm. she has kind of uh, lost the moral high ground. She really with, has. With these actions. so She she said she was going to break the wheel, and in a way she did break the wheel, but <laughs> she broke the wheel by blowing it to pieces with dragon breath uh, and, like, thousands of people along with it. So, um, you know, th- we got one episode left. Of this of this show, that's, I mean, I, that's kind of strange to even think about. <laughs> like we've we've had this show, and and a lot of people, you know, before I didn't start reading the books until after the show started. But I mean, this has been a story that's been around since the since the '90s. It's been around for a couple decades, and we're gonna get a conclusion next week. And I don't know if I'm ready for it. Are you Are you ready for to see an ending to this? I I think I am ready. Uh, I we may not like it. Is yeah, the, you I, know what? I think that's, yeah, I, I am right. ready. I am ready for resolution. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'm speechless here. <laughs> I am kind of speechless too. I mean, I just watched this thing like. I finished up this episode, and then we came in here and started it. So, like, th- so many big things happening that it's hard to, like, think about. But, mm. yeah, it's a mixture of excitement, a mixture of 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 dread, you know? Like, I'm kind of dreading it. Not even just because it's going to be the end, but I'm kind of dreading that I will hate it. That it's going to be not a good resolution, or that, you know, it just seems... Not well done. I I don't know. I'm kind of dreading it. And yet I'm also really looking forward to it. And maybe that's where they want us to be. You know, maybe that's the whole point of this is this, this story, this whole, I mean, this is not your, your, your Tolkien, you know, it may not necessarily have this happy ending or even an ending that people like, but it's hopefully going to have an ending that feels true to itself. And I think probably at this point, that's, that's all we we can really hope for or expect is that it's going to have an ending that makes sense within its own like 
definition. Yeah, um, it's it to me. It's all about uh, this sort of a suspension of disbelief, and it's it's not up to yeah. us what does or doesn't happen in this universe. This is this is the story, right? As as it exists, you know, right? Outside of a outside of our our personal desires for these characters, right? So, um, yeah, I, I don't get try not to get too hung up on on my you know preferences. Yeah, and in that light, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, I will be sad that it's going to be over, but uh, I'm going to put that emotion off until yeah. it actually is over, and then just let let the grief set in. Man, I I, I think you probably couldn't have said it any better than that. Honestly, <laughs> like that's perfectly right. Like this is the story, you know. Like it's not up to us, and we can't let our ex- expectations get in the way, and. The best way to enjoy it is just watch it <laughs> and just, and, you know, just take in the story. And I guess that's uh, that's what we're going to do next week. Next week, James. Can't wait. Oh, man. Um, well, I you know, I, I'm sure we could go on and on about this and there's plenty more that we could talk about. But I don't know that it would be any good. We just got to watch it and see. You just got to watch it and find out what happens. And we'll have plenty of time after it's over. To, to think back on this show and what it means and, and everything like that. So, one more episode. We'll be back to discuss it. I don't know how what mental state we're going to be in when we, when we discuss <laughs> it next week or when. I don't know. It might be it might be an emotional time. But come back. We I know we missed last week, which you know it's, there's there's a lot going on in life. We'll be back next week though. Come back to Gates of Thrones. Wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't miss it for the world. And until then, Valar Mogulis. Valar Mogulis.